also <laughs> handyman, <laughs> handyman Dan. That, that pause was uh, handy Dan man. Yeah, Dan of all trades. Dan of all trades. It's on the website. It's official. Does it actually say Dan of all trades on the website? I did, I did ask for that. Yeah, Dan of all trades is good. If I could be Dan of all trades, I would, but I'm not. Yeah, you can be Nick of all trades. It's, oh, is that? Oh, that's guess that's true now. Then somebody will be like, oh, Dan just copied Nick. Handy Andy. <laughs> Dan, I mean, they'll think because I started. I was here first. Yeah. <laughs> but I stole. Uh, I stole it from you. Just, yeah, well, you'd have to tell people, but people don't get context from reading a line of. Maybe instead of like Dan of all trades or Nick of all trades, we should actually refer to ourselves as a bar chart with every different element on it being a different skill set in um, in game development and where we sort of rank ourselves on those individual skills. Oh, <laughs> and then we should... So it's like, ourselves. like, Syrians... What's wrong? That looks super edgy, just that one there. You didn't watch our intro? Jesus. Oh. Oh. Lise came to fix this up. Oh, oh, battery, well. battery, battery, battery! Oh. oh, sorry everyone for blowing out your ears with the falling Yeah, so like, Syrians chart would be like, no, nothing, 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 art, animation, like illustration nothing 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 hey, or like a little I bit a little, like, like, oh, little bit of programming right yeah. whereas like dan will be like you know like lots of programming like tiny bit of art and then, tiny bit of like 2d because you can do like dan uh, vector can print art. cards yeah. of ourselves with a rating on it you know and game dev rating what let's no, not bring up game I dev can, ratings i can now, also okay. use blender <laughs> yeah you can use you I can, can do some 3d i can do blend shapes Ooh, yeah, fancy that's something i learned how to do so um, i can make so dan you're like so you're like a seven or something a seven averaged out across all those skills. Seven out of seven. You know, you Jeez. might you might be a nine in programming, but you're like Jeez, I, because I, you're like a no, two I'm in a few skills. I'm super proud of that. Seven over everything in game dev. Damn. On average, that's that's pretty fucking good. Well, the, the, the highs make up for the lows. Like... Are you a zero <laughs> in anything? Use the radar chart. Yeah, zero in anything. Up. Ooh, radar charts are prettier. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Yes, they are, and they're very good for showing yeah. off like skills in that way because yeah. you get like a nice like spikes yeah. out. Um, and then are you a zero skills. Yeah, are you a zero that, That's what I'm trying to think of. I'm like, I've made games solo before, so I think that eliminates the possibility of being a zero in stuff. But music? You can do music. I'm a zero in music. music. Writing? Yeah. Writing? I, I can do writing, but I can only do certain types of writing. Like, very whimsical stuff. Like, like erotic have, fiction. Have you seen, like, all of the writing in um, Just Another Day? Which was a narrative game where you're at work. It's Dan, Dan is mentioning games that none of us have played. It's my Ludum Dare game none from, like, us, last year. It. Where you're Ooh, you're in an office yeah. job and like you're answering phone calls, Ooh. so you're being like a call center, there's like all of these like like lines, like you know how like when you ah. pick up a phone, there's like phone lines that are, oh like, that one that. yeah that one you so there's like all yeah. these lines in front of you and they start just ringing and they start off like it's not so bad yeah. yeah so you all remember but you never played it oh you should I wrote all it. the dialogue for like 45 characters in like 48 hours I, I remember well it game. because you showed it to me while we were working on our other telephone game. You yeah. mentioned it, but we... I don't know. I didn't get a link. I voice play. acted them, too. Wait, I oh, thank God. I, did. I, didn't, I didn't voice act all, all of them, but I did make, like, 12 different voices with my own voice. So you're a, oh, zero, are you a point five in, like, voice acting, then, would you say? A point five. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, that's true. Voice acting, I'm definitely not a zero, but not, I'm definitely not, not a one. Not, <laughs> I haven't made it to one, so... There you go. Yeah. So you're not, you're not quite... So that's why that's what brings you down to a seven. Because yeah. all these zeros you got. You then know. what about you, Nick? Oh, I'm definitely a zero in like writing. I've done some writing, but I'm awful at it. So I'm like a one or a zero. Mm. I'm like a zero. I've seen one. you write anything. Actually. I, I helped write the Tulip dialogue, and I helped start write some of the original American Dream dialogue. Wait, isn't like the dialogue intro. gibberish? Mm, tulip. No, no, the, the, the dialogue voice, is the, the dialogue is, is legit. The yeah, the voice acting is gibberish. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I've written some stuff for my own little janky things. Um, but yeah, I'm not, like... I don't, like... I usually write too short, like, because I'm too, like... Oh, too, too literal, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then... And I don't write... I write too much subtext and not enough meta text, which people, you know, people don't get subtexts, apparently, so... We just skip all that. <laughs> Wait. So uh, I realized that I was the only one that got introduced then. Oh, yeah, I don't do music. Then everyone detoured into uh, my skills. I'm Syrian. <laughs> I'm the art director. I'm Nick. I'm the managing director. I am wearing a Samurai Punk shirt. Yeah, are we all? Yeah, I made sure I, I wore one because I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on the podcast today. So I better make sure I'm I just felt like wearing this one because it's nice. I was going to be wearing my pink one with the, um, the little... You know the Noor shirt I have with the, the boba tea? Yeah. yeah, I was going to wear that, because it's cute. And Stripping on stream. Stripping on stream, but no one who's listening can hear. Hello, uh, wait, how do you pronounce that? Acritius. Acritius. Welcome yes, to I. the channel. How How is everyone today? I'm well. Yeah? Thank yeah. you for welcoming welcome, well, 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 to me, the channel. I just had a stroke. So, Dan, I want to hear about what you've been playing recently. No, no, what have you been doing that isn't games? I want to know uh, what he's... I don't oh, care what I have. What I've been doing that isn't games? I've been making a website. There you go. I see something interesting that he's been mm. doing. I've been making a website. We could be talking about Death Stranding. No. We're not talking about Death Stranding is the only thing Every other podcast. How do you have time? Anyway. Website. So I've been building a website. Um, it's just a, a real basic one, but it's uh, it's called Play Patchless, and it's <laughs> thoughts on gun it's, uh, <laughs> it's like a data- database of like games that you can play just by putting them in the disc and going for it, and it will work. You don't have to download a day one patch to play. Oh. So I've just been building building like a database of that. Um, so like you know you can put in Call of Duty Black Ops Four, and can you play the single player without having to patch? Uh, answers no, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like if you put it in like Death Stranding for example, yeah. can you play it without having to download the patch? Uh, I didn't test that one <laughs> because I was cleaning the house, but like I will continue to test. Um, um, so that's what I, that's what I'm doing at the moment. Uh, as my non games, non. I have an answer for games. thoughts on gun control. By the way, play the American Dream. That's most of our thoughts on. Gun oh control. yeah, that's all of our thoughts on gun control. Yep, yep. Summarized in a summarized in a nice, package. Yeah, nice four M. Yeah. With some good good comedy, some, yeah. some fun laughs. It's a laugh, some, you'll some cry, you'll, um, you'll learn. You'll, it's a roll-rounded experience. Yeah, a real roller coaster. You'll really, you'll really <laughs> Literally. You'll learn if you like children as well. <laughs> oh, God. oh, you mean like raising them? Mm, yeah. Right, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you like raising children. Yeah, not literally like children. That'd be... Oh, wow. That's, that's what you're Take in, that in a weird way. That's what you're implying. Talk, there's also talking dogs, so that's important. Oh yeah, true. Yes. Serena, have you been doing anything non games? What Besides... have I been doing? Um, I've been redecorating my house. I guess does that count? Yeah, it counts. Been mm-hmm. going to IKEA, buying some new sheets. When I was last year, house, you had a nice like seventies thing going on. Seventies. Oh yeah, well. Like, mm, 70s, 60s, yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of fading off now, but because I wanted to keep the mustache for a while. But... Oh, your beard is fading off, not the seventies thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all the your all your cl- uh, your furniture was just fading out like a uh, end of Avengers style. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's all fading. I have to get new furniture. 50% of your furniture just made evaporates. Of, oh, your furniture's made of glue and ash. Wait. So yeah. eventually the glue oh, evaporates right. and then it just fades away. Oh. <laughs> when you said fading, it was like, Avengers has fading? Oh, you're talking about like the ash, right? Ashing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that fading. Well, they fade away. No, fading is like transparency just going away. Such a game dev. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they alpha out. They alpha out. Yeah, whereas it, what you say is they noise, like they have a noise clip instead <laughs> of uh, alpha out. I have a particle GPU, GPU graph. Yeah. 
What about you, Nick? What have you been doing? I've been shitting my ass inside out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's having all the fun, isn't he? Like, I had gastro last week. It was pretty good. We, I mean, we, we, did we all come? No, you um, didn't go. We went on a wine tour. Come, come to the come That's, to the You went on a wine podcast. tour with us. Yeah, for shit talking. We missed... Uh, there, was a, <laughs> there was a public holiday on the Monday... No, there was a public holiday on the Tuesday. Mm. No one came... Pretty much no one came in on the Monday, except for Dan. No, I came on Tuesday. I saw oh, it came on Tuesday. Tuesday and Monday. Dan, nice. uh, no one came in on the Monday, really, at all. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't here on Monday. I don't think so. And uh, as oh, a wait, result, no one came to the podcast. Didn't didn't Lise come in on? I don't know. Monday. At least worked from home when she said she was uh, working. Tuesday. She worked from a- home. Anyway, right. okay. so but that's why we missed last week. Mm. Um, and then I got sick on the Wednesday. When everyone came back into work, I, I came in. I was like, I'm not feeling great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't get sick. Well, and then I'm uh, not feeling so good. No, it was. So I thought it was a flu. I'm like, I don't get flus. What is this? And I had because I had a fever, <laughs> but I didn't have any of the other flu. And I was like, I had really sore bones, but I had none of the other symptoms. And then I started shitting my ass inside out. And then I went to the doctor, and he's like, "You got gastro, mate." And uh, oh, he was like, "How many times did you go to the toilet a day?" And I'm like, "Thirty." Uh, and he's like, "That's an awful lot." This guy didn't. He was like really weird. He like didn't prescribe me anything either. He's like, just go to the thing, buy this. Like, it'll go away eventually. Just like get like a a thing to give, make you constipated for a while, so you don't like bleed. Yeah. Oh god. Well, this is a nice, like, nice podcast. Yeah. Uh, Jun Yang. Uh, <laughs> Millennials do will eat a lot of ass apparently. That is like a massive thing on TikTok at the moment. Millennials, like, millennials eat like, ass. Just like, well, not even millennials. What's the generation like after us? Z, Z Zoomers. The Zoomers. <laughs> yeah, Zoomers, Gen Z. Okay, Zoomers. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what they're trying. <laughs> no, um, Zoomers, e Zoomers, eat it's ass. Like, it's like on TikTok at the moment, like everyone is just very comfortable about what, about jobs. Well, there's there's that and just like <laughs> nice, interesting just, combined. I agree. Sorry. Just um, <laughs> just just people in general being really comfortable with being like oh yes fuck me daddy and like it's just like oh this is an app for children <laughs> no it's not <laughs> tiktok is for children it, well i mean I like know. a lot of the people on it are like 13 to a lot, of, a lot of kids on there i mean yeah. what, what was the demographics for snapchat because that's basically that's the same thing Ooh. Uh, snapchat uh, snapchat's still going i don't know I've, I snapchat's was, still going, yeah. still going. Never they make games now they they need, we have friends there who make games friends in brisbane that are making games for snapchat nice super okay. super do you remember um pretty great Nope. Well, okay, so... Um, you only need ass. We don't need ass, no, at least as far as we know. It's not something that comes up in the office very often. Yeah. Oh, um, never mind. So, Hipster Whale funded a team called Pretty Great. They made a couple of games. They did pretty, or, uh, kind of okay. But then Snapchat was starting to make games, and they just bought Pretty Great, and now Pretty Great makes games. Well, Pretty Great's team, including like all the founders, so no one's left yet, um, make games for, uh, for Snapchat. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad. They all game. eat ass. They all eat <laughs> ass. <laughs> I don't know. It's not an insult. There's nothing wrong with eating ass. If it's all clean, you know, there's nothing. There's nothing going on there. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't have any opinions on it. I would have an opinion <laughs> like, if you're like I eat ass, but I don't clean first. I'd be like, mm, it's not. Uh, it's not a thing. Yeah. I mean, it is a thing, but like, it's not thing, my. It's not my thing. Yeah, not my thing either. This is weird. There's our. <laughs> how, how about video games? <laughs> <laughs> would you make a game about eating ass? Oh, I that think, would be a good meme. I think, um, that would make some money. I agree with that. Yeah, that, I think Jimbles was working on a, on a, but, on a on an anus game. Um, you know what would be pretty good? Like, do you know the game? How does it? How did? How do you do it? Where it's like the two dolls making, having like it's like how do you? It's you're controlling like two yeah, dolls, yeah, literally yeah. dolls, and you go like, Duh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then your mum comes in. It's like that, but you hold them differently, and you go like one head, one mouth, 
And then you just do that. <laughs> it's like a mod for how do you do it. <laughs> oh there you go, done. Like, I just asked Nina Freeman to do it. She'll be fine. Yeah. She'll be like, I'll make it for the, the Zoomers so they understand. Because if it's sex, they don't get it. <laughs> they don't know what sex is. Oh, it's all this... It's, eating ass isn't a penetration, so, like, Christians can do it. <laughs> so, do you know about this do you know about the Christians who are like they do everything they do, they're like oh we haven't had sex it's like uh, and then you start talking about other things and they're like oh yeah we've done that it's like oh we've had anal it's fine it's like, it's like it, but I'm still a virgin isn't that right. like, a, like a comedy that I think it's, right. totally, it's totally a gag but it's a very good yeah. gag <laughs> except it's real there are some Christians who do that I, I know there's like people who are just like we're taking it to marriage except everything else yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry to insult any Christians but out there. Um, I was raised, I was went to a Christian school, so I feel like I have some liberties that I can just make fun of them. Plus, they destroyed the world, so they can also make fun of them for that reason. Yeah, there's, there's also like those vines and like videos online. It's just like, ah, it's <laughs> you need to, to come and ask about eating ass. What? What? Oh, actually, we need to ask them. Does Winston do you eat ass? What? Do you eat ass? Not in a long time. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. Answer. Answer. Um, it's doing even better. I'm looking for accounting documents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> miserable. Let's He's in the filing cabinet. Keep our uh, accounting documents in the stream room. We'll s- do you want to talk about what we've been playing? We'll s- since Winston's in the room, we'll start with Syrian. Because you know what Dan's been playing been involves playing. Winston's game, favorite game. I've been playing more Hollow Knight, actually. Oh, thank you. I actually got a little bit in as well. The, uh, I think I'm almost done. It's interesting how I got really stuck in the middle of the game because the game didn't tell me where to go and I just I think that happens at various points no, in the game I, I put it down for like two weeks came back and I was like what the hell was I doing why you was just I just wandered and then eventually I... you found the progress point no I, I kept on going to the left of the uh... map because I hadn't explored that yeah. eventually I looked it up because I was like fuck this I've been on this for like 20 yeah. hours and someone goes it's at the very bottom right of the map and I'm like uh, oh getting the oh, tram pass yeah and then basically I got it and I was like I just basically unlocked the rest of the game yeah. and I'm almost the tram pass okay I'm clearly not there yet like, so what region did, were you... The last thing I discovered is called the, the Distant Village. Okay, so I'm not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big game. I didn't realise oh, how big it was. It's ginormous. Yeah. I've, um, like, I've got, like, some of the... I've got the... Uh, I recently got the power to... I haven't got the, like, long jump. Yeah. I got the, I got the thing that lets you... I'm fighting the boss that'll give me the ground pound right now. Oh, yeah. As far as I can tell. I never pretty, use it. He uses the ground pound all the time, so I'm pretty sure that's how you get the ground pound. Yeah, but um, honestly, the ground pad is just a progress blocker thing, right? Like, there's just areas you need it for. But it's never, um, it's never critical. It's in always combat. secrets. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's usually secrets. Oh, that's annoying. Well, then I definitely want to go back and get all. But I, I got, I got a double jump. I got a double jump. Yeah. That's that's only necessary until like the very. Oh wait, no, no, the double jump is. I got the the wall jump recently, not the double wall jump. You need like yeah, constantly. you need very quickly. That there are some, up a lot there are some really really intense platforming segments. So secrets breaking. I would love once I've played it. I would love to watch speedruns because I'm sure it's like very oh. good for it. Yeah. yeah. I did Claire in our office plays watches a lot of Hollow Knight speedruns. Does Claire also speedrun herself? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but the, being able to secrets break by like hitting down on things to jump up over things. Oh, because like, of yeah. the um the bounce you get from hitting an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm in that like sewer area with those like inflatable dickheads. Oh yeah. And they don't have hit knockback, and it just fucking frustrates me. Have you seen any? Because I like I'll do like a down. Huh? Spiders. No, I'm for this. Okay. I fought the like centipede things that like jump. They're uh, they're also gross. Oh, I got really upset in that game. <laughs> don't have the skills to speed on the game. That's a lie. Uh, I'm sure you could. That's if a you put your mind lie. to it. Um, Every boss I told her about, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, good yeah, haircut. But mm. who has the good haircut? In that's you. It's I always was, you, Nick. You've got the hair. I do have the hair. 
That's true. Um, Hollow Knight's good. I, ma- I made some progress. Oh no, Siren's gonna take it out. Oh, no. Siren recently shaved his beard off and, and got a mullet. A mullet? It's not a mullet. And now he looks like Jacob Yonoka. <laughs> Would you like to play the dungeon experience? Oh, like, almost like Norman Reedus. You're like Sam. Oh no! His uh, his line. mullet is too mullety though, right? Like yeah. I, I think uh, Sam's oh. hair is like more cut, uh, yeah, like more layered. Yeah, Syrian. Yep. So send in the aviators. No, don't send them in. Sam, you must connect the um strand network. The strand network. Who's <laughs> just rambling about the game? Anyway, anyway, Hyrule network. Hi- Hyrule, Hyrule, Hyrule network. The Hyrule, Hyrule network. Yeah. Everything is like... The network of Hyrule. Oh, that game. But so, Nick, what have you been playing? Uh, so the funny thing is, even though I was off sick, I didn't get to play much of anything. Really? Because the first two days, I had a, such a bad headache. All I could do was like, lie in bed and kind of focus on TV, but then mostly I was passing out from like just being tired. Wait, TV? You, watch, could, you watch TV? I could Television. watch some TV. But what do you watch on TV? I watched all of um, the Catch 22. Season, I think it's season one of Catch 22. Is that Amazon Prime? Uh, no, it's on um, Stan, Stan, which we have a company account for. Oh, I should watch that then. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean the book's better. Okay. I was like, well, I was yeah. just like, oh, I'm missing all like, they. It's like because the book is written kind of like a script. You'll need to apply for bits of it again. Wait, is it free? I don't go if they're not free, or because then I have to pay for it. Quit yammering. Quit yammering. <laughs> Shush. You should apply for. Um, don't tell your boss. You should apply for our job, the community manager and social media manager one. But don't tell. Don't tell Dylan. I said that. <laughs> and then I'll apply for Bit Summit. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, Catch 22 on the TV show is not as good as the book, but the book is kind of written conversationally, and the dialogue in the show is almost one to one from the book. They just have picked, they haven't gotten all the like diatribes that people go on. Yeah. Because um, there are some pretty good like rambles that the characters go on. Right. But, and the, a lot of the lines are, aren't delivered as funnily as I was expecting them to. Mm. Like, compared to the book, like, just the book is just like, I guess I just read it at a pace that I prefer. Yeah. That then the, the, the TV show is very slow, and then the delivery of the characters is like very unironic, and no one, which is like what you expect, but the pacing is just like not quite. The, I don't know if the dialogue's like quite on point to be like laugh out loud funny. Yeah. When it's like someone says something just so outrageous, and you're just like, what? <laughs> I, I still have like memories of laughing out like laughing so hard on the train the book is when, very funny when like it, what's what's the command commander Rivjack? Rivjack? i can't remember what his name is goes into the commander's like like uh building like it's like one of those like port- portable houses yeah. it's like portable housing it's yeah. like it's just an office that has Wait, a door was it one of like, the colonels that goes in uh it's the colonel or was it the main character like your Syrian, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Goes inside, sits down, and starts talking. He's in trouble for something. Yeah, he's always in trouble. Yeah, but the commander gets called out, so he gets up, goes out, and instead of sitting down and waiting for him to come get, come back and get yelled at, he just jumps out the window. Oh, you're talking about major, 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 major. Yeah. Oh, everything turned to major, major, major is very good. The actor they chose for him was amazing. Yeah, because I didn't realize major, major, major was meant to be so young. Okay, so the joke is that this is just funny as like a verbal. It's one of those things that's like funny when written down and funny when spoken. Right. The guys, he's like. They're like, oh, what's your name, soldier? And he's like, Major Major. And he's like, no, what's your, not, not what your rank is. What's your name? And he's like, no, my name is Major Major. My dad played a joke on my mother when I was born. It's very funny, you see. And he's like this kind of yeah. like very sad, pathetic guy. Mm. And like kind of like scrawny looking. And they're just like, that's a fucking joke. What's your actual name? <laughs> he's like, no, I'm serious. My name is Major. My last name is Major. Also, my middle name is Major. And then there's something, the thing happens later on 
that he's like he, the the colonels come over yeah. and they're like major major you're late to the meeting and then he's like what meeting sirs and he's like they're like the fucking group commander's meeting get the fuck over here and he's like i'm just a sergeant um they're like but we have you down here as major major <laughs> and they're like what the fuck do we do he's on for he's like booked on the calendar for like the next six months um, and then then they're like so we don't want to be, we don't want to get embarrassed in front of the other group commanders <laughs> then they prom- then they're just like congratulations major major you're now cap major 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 <laughs> um and then he's like he looks really sad he's in the back of his car with his like pamphlet of notes and he gets driven away from the, like the basketball field and everyone else is looking at him and then he's a major now Sorry, and he has this thing he has this rule where no one can see him when he's at his office because <laughs> right. like, he gets to his office and his secretary's is. like oh so here's all your meetings for the day and he's like um what if what if okay so can you uh if anyone comes to my office tell them to wait until I leave and then and then he's like so what should I do when you leave I'll tell them to come in but you won't be here sir it's like yes <laughs> it sounds and, like they nailed it then like, they nailed everything to do with him they did your serine is just like kind of weirdly acted Cathcart is really good not not mm-hmm. uh, Cathcart and so, um I have no idea who you're referring to because I, me and Dan have read the book and it's okay. a very good book yeah it's I think it's out there isn't it on our bookshelf yes yeah if not I can bring a copy I brought in. my copy it's, in it's very very good anyway I want to hear about this training tell me about oh this I played a game though we haven't even heard the game oh yeah I played Creature in the Well Oh, okay. Yeah, but, I played a real game. I, I, so, I, so you didn't play much? No, I, yeah, so I had time to play. I only played like six hours of this thing. Okay. Um, I still had a lot of time off the pinball game. So yeah. it's pitched as like a pinball action game. And yeah. I pick it up and I'm like, okay, this is one of the most atmospheric, beautiful things I've played in a while. The game's art is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a pinball-inspired game. So what Mortal Kombat is, you have like a char- you have a sword that's a charge weapon. It's just like, it's a sword. You get XX, XX, and it, like, it swings it. There's a combo, yeah. And then you have... No, it doesn't do a combo. doesn't? No. It's, it's not quite... Never really ends up laying like what you think it is when you just get to scrap the gameplay. And then you have a pipe. And well, you can change these out, but it's, it's always just a pipe. And it just like... It hits things. And it knocks the balls. And most of the game is about you generating energy to open doors to progress through a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to generate energy, energy, you get put in these little rooms. And the rooms have like pinball bumpers. The first level is like, there's three bumpers... And when you and a ball will just spawn. It's like a little spawner that will just keep spawning these balls once you hit them. Um, and you can only have like a certain amount of them. You can have any amount of them out at a certain amount of time, but after a certain amount of bounces, they disappear. Uh, and you hit the ball, it hits the bumper, and the bumper gets charged a little bit. And if you hit it like four times, maybe it charges up fully, releases energy, and now you have five hundred energy. And the door costs two thousand, so you hit the other balls, and you got two thousand energy. Now you can open the door. Right. But so that's just but you're just like bouncing these balls around. But you can control it by. When they bounce back at you, or when they're just standing there, you can hold the, you can use the swing with the charge weapon, and instead of hitting them, it slices midair, which sucks them towards you, and you like suck them all in at once, and then you press Y and it hits them. It's a game about sucking balls, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so you like you charge them up and you can swing, and now you're hitting like a group of them at once. Mm. Um, and the longer you hold down the charge, the more like their power they build up. So instead of like charging it just a little bit, they'll charge it up like twice as much. Mm. Um, and then there'll be there'll be it starts to introduce like things that are like you gotta you gotta charge this one and then it'll go down and then another one will pop up with a timer on it and you gotta hit that one and then you gotta hit that one and you gotta hit that one and then like that's a, like a timed element or then they'll introduce um, like a, a thing that'll shoot like da- bullets at you that actually do damage so you can't you can hit them back if you're really quick or you can suck them in with the charge and the charge reverses their polarity and you can shoot them back 
and to destroy the turret, you have to like bounce balls at it as well. Okay. So it's like this weird like pinball combat system, mm. uh, and it always is really really tight little square levels. The main problem with it is it has a lot of like level design issues where the space is too small and you end up with a lot of like void zone. There's also like attacks. There's the main three threats in the game are like balls that bounce at you that can hurt you, that you can reverse the polarity of, and they're actually really easy to deal with after you get used to it. Um, then there's like void zones. They're like panels that you have to hit, but every like three seconds they'll put down like a void zone which does damage. Hmm. So then it will go away and you're like, okay, now I can hit it. But the, the void zone does like a third of your health in one hit. Oh, yeah. So it's like if you get cl- it's like if you stand in it, it does and stay in it the whole time, it'll half health. So if you if you just get clipped by it, it doesn't do much, but it stuns you, so you, or it slows you down. So when you're in it and you're trying to get out of it, you take a lot of damage. It's usually a bad news bears, but if you be hit by one, mm-hmm. right? Uh, then there's towers that once you hit them, they'll put out like a ring that'll explode, and then it will just go away, and the tower has no threat. And the tower is not meant to get hit; you're meant to avoid hitting it is annoying when you're bouncing balls around because mm-hmm. you hit them by accident and they have really small levels and these towers have huge radiuses uh, and then there'll be also um, things that just sort of float around and move towards you like little homing things but they're really slow and if you hit them with a ball they go away uh, and they'll get like spawned from a spawner right. um, so like the the game's really fun at its funnest when it's like timed challenges trying to like bounce all the balls around like you like hit one down suck them back in hit them back suck them back in hit them back and like sort of maneuver yourself around the space because you're actually a 3D character moving yeah. around on like a top down um, but it's at its worst when you're like dodging these void zones that'll one shot you and like these like towers that'll kill you if you make a single mistake mm. and then they also have a time mechanic on top of that so it'll be like oh you have to to finish the level you have to hit these timed objects while avoiding these dangerous objects and I'm like it's just kind of not fun mm. and the story's really good though so there's a story. Kind of there's a story about the creature in the well, and it's like it's like you're repairing a machine that's in this desert town that's covered by a sandstorm, and the the town was working on this machine that was meant to clean the sandstorm away. All right. And it, the creature in the well was discovered, and then it destroyed the machine and killed everyone there. And wow. then there's a few people left in town, and they're like, "Oh, and you're this robot that was originally one of the maintenance yeah. droids, um, and you're like slowly going through and fixing bits of it." But the, ro- the, the creature in the world keeps trying to stop you, basically. Talking about right, uh, okay. Creature in the World is yeah. the game. It's yeah, like, what the fuck am I even talking is it, about? Is it just on PC? Or? Uh, I'm playing on Xbox. I think it's on everything, though. Switch as well? Yeah, it's in Game Pass, so maybe it's just on I Steam. I don't think it's on Xbox. Switch yet. I haven't seen it on yeah. Switch. It's got a really um, amazing aesthetic. I, I'm guessing it will come, but like, have you played Fury? No. Okay. Um, Fury's the, like... Because like, it looks very it's, like similar and then... Got, like the voice zones and you're hitting things back yeah and all that sort of stuff but I, I was wondering difficulty wise like, it's how. just it's like hard but not I think if I I there are things that are hard and then you get past them and you improve mm. and I like those kinds of things but it also has things that are hard because the level design is bad right where it's like they've it's just put things. they've just like put too many of these like void towers in one space and you hit because of the placement of the things you have to hit you'll hit them by accident a lot and you're bouncing fucking balls around like you do a lot of things by accident. Yeah. Which is, like, part of the fun of pinball. And I think punishing you for making mistakes isn't fun in this game. And they do that a lot. Mm. And it's, sometimes it's for a side objective where it's just like, this is a really hard little challenge area, but if you beat it, you'll get, like, a different weapon. Like, I have a, a weapon that in, when, uh, whenever I block one of the enemy balls, it heals me a little bit. Yeah. Which I exclusively use because it's the only way to heal in the game. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> say, is the, size, is the like, physics really, like... Rigid? Oh, like, it's super so tight. It's like so super it, deterministic really pinball physics. Right. Um, so that's not an issue. It's not random in any way. It's just that 
once you have you you know where your first ball is going to bounce to, but you don't know the third bounce or the fourth bounce. Right, and well, that's it, where it starts. I was going to say, is it is it like the old DVD prompt that would bounce around the screen where it's like <laughs> yeah, but really, perfect, really fucking perfect reflections, really, really, really okay. fast. Yeah, well, there's, right. it's perfect reflections, but there's things in the environment. Yeah, so it's like perfect within the space that you're working within. So when you when you talk about this, I'm thinking about uh, lethal Lee. You know when you're hitting the ball back. Yeah, imagine sometimes it feels like kind of. Sometimes it feels like you're on point, and sometimes it's just a little bit. There's a gap, and you're like. I feel like I should have hit this, but I didn't. This doesn't have that issue. This is just like constant. It's like, more that I feel like I should have. It's you're also like also they, when you're charging get, them, you get to aim. Yeah, so that's the other they thing. They don't get speed, right? They they, they do get a little faster. A little they, faster. They can not. get slowed down. Yeah. So when they after a few bounces, they start to slow down, mm. and then when you hit them, you flip get them back up again. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's a really interesting game. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it because I think it's too hard. Right. Like, that's the kind of the problem. So I'm going to have to watch a walkthrough just of the end of the game to find out what the fuck the story was about. I mean, you don't, you don't finish that many games these days anyway, right? Well, I was... But I had time off. I stopped right. playing not because I didn't have the time to finish it, because it was too, too, hard. too hard, which is not a great feeling. Yeah. When I... F- it doesn't have a difficulty setting. Um, what was the last game you finished? Uh, called out. <laughs> uh, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm talking to Claire. I don't. No, was, I, I play, but game. I'm okay with that. I don't. I don't. I usually don't finish things. What was the last game you finished, Cat? Yeah, I don't. Um, let's talk about Death Stranding while I think if I finished anything. Right. I don't think I did. So I've been playing Luigi's Mansion Three. Have you actually? <laughs> yeah, I have. It's, oh, sweet! It's really, really good. Is that the Kojima game? Oh my god! Uh, he wishes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Luigi's Mansion Three is actually really good. I've been enjoying it. Um, the way they've sort of structured it is, it's very. Like you sort of know what you're getting into, um, so the gimmick for like how you progress through the game is the elevator in a big hotel, and uh, uh, the ghosts have taken all of the buttons out of the out of the elevator. So you're going up, you're working your way up the floors to get the buttons, like the elevator buttons, back off each boss that's on each floor. So you got like these mini bosses um, on most of the floors, except for the the major bosses, which are like every fourth floor. And it's it's just really good. Like each of the, the enemy designs are just really like fascinating. Or and because like all of the Luigi Man- Luigi's Mansion is, you get all your tools at the start of the game, and it's just how you implement those and use them throughout the game. Mm. And it's usually tied through like each like floor has like some sort of challenge you got to overcome, and what you use to overcome that challenge you're then using against that that floor floor's boss or mini boss. So just does really every fun. boss have three stages? No. <gasps> they broke the flu- they broke the rules. But so then, yeah, as someone who's that's never more played, of a Mario thing. As someone who's never played Luigi's Mansion, you say you have tool. What, what kind of tools do you have? Um, so Luigi's main thing is like a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a very ghostbustery kind of like you suck up ghosts in your vacuum cleaner, but you can also like blow air out of it as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh my, Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, each floor, each floor in the mansion has are a team as well. Um, are, are they toads? Yes, yeah, yes good. So you're, you're saving the toads. Oh, because they're scared? They all got, like, you went there, you got, the story, oh, hotel, right? the They'll plot the point hotel. is you all got taken to the hotel because the person who owns the hotel is a huge fan of, of Mario and Luigi. And, Luigi. <laughs> and then so, they got haunted all of a sudden. So they invite them to the hotel, everything's going great uh, until it's not anymore. And it's actually... Every Nintendo it's game actually uh, um, King Boo is is working with the the hotel manager oh. 
Oh, uh, no. and you know, wants, such wants, an Nintendo wants, plot. Wants, wants revenge against Luigi for uh, the previous Luigi's I, mansion. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love those nice, right? simple, uh, nice, simple. Points. But uh, th- this one's fascinating because it's got voice acting for for all of them. Like it's it's you know the typical kind of like oh my like those kind of oh, things. Yeah. But it's the the voice acting for Luigi is so fucking hilarious. Like. Like uh, at the very start of the game, like there's like a wow and like wow, it's so beautiful that kind of stuff. And then like you're all all going to your bedrooms to go to sleep for the first night that you stay in the hotel, and like the the line they use, even used in the trailer is just like Mario's like good night. Oh and then, that, yeah. And Luigi's just like night night. <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's like not much voice acting. Yeah, it's not much yeah. voice acting. It's probably like 500 lines or something. And they get, like, Luigi gets scared. He's like, oh my! <laughs> it's, like, it's very funny. And the um, toads just yell like fucking psychopathic children. Yeah. Like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> have you heard Toad before? I think so, yeah. They um, have, they it's, have it's not a high-pitched voice. It's like, it's like a high-pitched smoker. <laughs> That's what a toad sounds yeah. like. The other, oh, to- other tools you have is like a suction cup so you can shoot out a suction cup that sticks to a surface mm-hmm. that has like a rope attached to the end of it instead of a stick so you can like suck and suck onto the rope and suck suck the rope <laughs> I like how much this is <laughs> you. but then like you can pull things like to do, they, do the ghosts to, you know, make the anything blow. is there any ectoplasm in this game uh, there's Gooigi there's Gooigi's in this yeah so Gooigi is the new thing which is allows you to walk through grates and through like does stuff. he just we turn can... into jelly? He's essentially jelly. So he turns he, into that character like, from like, that TV show who's a puddle. I was going to oh, say, um, have you seen, <laughs> seen Terminator 2? He's yes. like that. He can just walk through bars and oh, that's stuff. That's cool, yeah. What um, was that show called? There's this, uh, the 90s show, yeah. There's this 90s ABC Kids TV show that's about this like girl whose superpower is turning into a puddle. Yeah, literally. And she's like, I can sip under wall under doors that are locked because I'm a puddle. And then like I love when she gets captured as a puzzle, a puddle because they just like put her in a jar. <laughs> it's like, no, ah, fuck you! Why do you do it? And they're like, ah, we've got you now. Got me this time, Lizzie or something. I don't know what her name Lizzie is. Lizzie McGuire. No, 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 no. no. It's like it's like Samantha or Max. Yeah, or I think it's, it, it might be Max. I think it's Max. Whatever. Max's um, marvelous adventures. I don't know. Something's, it's probably got some alliteration in the so, title. Yeah, I've been playing Luigi Dimension on the train, is where I'm, where uh, I'm playing that. Okay. So that's where I'm getting that time. <laughs> Dan uh, still has a long train ride. Your commute's like pretty, pretty nice and regular. My, now, my train is like, what, 20. Don't forget the ultra light. 20. Yeah, 22, 25 minutes in What's the morning. What's the ultra light? Is there an ultra light mechanic? Uh, oh, the ultra light is um, it, you got your flashlight. So uh, to start, to, you can't normally like suck the ghosts. Uh, until you flash them with a the light, and then they become they materialize into like a form where they're stunned, and you can now grab them and then suck them up. Right. So you can um, only suck them up if you flash them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you flash them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this game is a little. And uh, then the the second mode for your your say. torch is that um, you turn it into the ultralight mode, and it, it mm. will pull things from the ghost dimension into the physical world. So you can like if there's a door that's like you can see in the mirror, but you can't see it in real life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you shine your ultralight, it materializes, then you can go through the door. So that kind of thing, um, and it does that. It does that pretty nicely. Like the use of mirrors in the game is like really, really nice because like they've got the tech budget to be able to actually have nice mirrors <sighs> in a in a Mario game. Just just double camera. Yep. Yep. Just camera behind the mirror trick. It's not really a trick. It's just a render texture. Yeah, yeah. But it works nicely. Game devs. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, really good. 
And then uh, on the weekend, I was playing Death Stranding. Oh, how far in are you in the hours? Oh, I'm way too far than I should be. Like, I'm like not to, 40 I'm not, hours? I'm 30 hours into it. Winston I'm, took a day off. And he's not even... I, I don't want to I don't say too much like, like 40 to, hours to Winston, because like, I'm quite... Oh, think, Winston's definitely not listening to the stream. He yeah, knows. I'm yeah. quite a bit further than Winston is, and I know he really, really like cares about this game. The only one who cares about spoilers, uh, fuck you. I'm not going to spoil anything anyway. Um, Probably like, The main thing that I want to talk about is... Is what what surprised me as the, the thing that like kept, has kept me with the game so long, which is the the passive multiplayer, because it is. It's doing a lot of things that I I'm like oh we were gonna do that with Feather or we we're gonna do, do that with, with some other project with yeah. some other project and it's, and it's like, working well. and it's working well, uh, and has clearly had a lot of time and thought so put into it. I've heard one, because the passive multiplayer would be described, it's like um, other people will build stuff in the world and then it will appear in your world. Yes, yeah, so yeah. what you're doing is you're going around the world turning on like this network Yeah. and this network is like made of like a like a god particle that like, can go between dimensions essentially. So what happens is when you uh, like turn on an area, like the big like Wi-Fi essentially um, will bring other people's world objects and mirror them from their world to yours, yeah. mm -hmm. so then you can see them and you can use so them. So a good example is like a bridge, right? Yeah. yeah, so a bridge is like the first one they introduced you as like the main one, um, as it's like, hey, look at this bridge. If you help, if you build it, somebody else will also be able to benefit from it, that sort of stuff. Um, and you see other people's ladders and stuff appearing as well. So like if somebody puts down a ladder across a river, then it'll appear in your world as well, that if you're online in that area. So you can be like, oh, you're carrying like this heavy pack and you're like, oh, I didn't bring a ladder. And then you like walk up the river a little bit more and you see somebody else's place of ladder. You're like, oh, yes, thank you so much. Whatever their name is. And it shows the name who put place it there. And then you can like like it and you can say, yes, yes, yes. I really like this ladder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but is it possible that it's something has been built improperly and it fucks you up if you use it? Yes. Right. Yeah, people can leave. Ooh, people can destroy things as well. You can destroy other people's ladders. Um, oh, so even if you destroy it in your dimension, it, yeah, if you oh, destroy a ladder, it'll spicy. destroy it for everyone. So, um, so like most people aren't doing that, but sometimes this is a Dark Souls. Yeah, <laughs> like leaving like, the. There's uh, a treasure down there. The, jump. The, the, that's the Dark Souls trick. Yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing is, I'm really glad that I picked it up at the start of the game mm -hmm. because from playing it Friday night to playing it even last night, the world has, like has changed so much, like vis vis visibly. Like there's bridges everywhere now, and like. There's ladders like up mountainsides and like grapple like uh, repelling gear like all around and like a bunch of other stuff that is like spoiler territory people are playing the game so um, but it's it's and like one of the, the main things that was really cool that I didn't notice until like a good 10 12 hours into the game is that if you walk along a path like because on the terrain if you walk along a path a bunch of times and other people are also using that path you wear down the path, oh, like yeah. everyone wears it down together, That's cool. and it clears rocks away, making your journey back and forth that easier. way easier. Mm. Um, so, like, if there's a com like if a, a lot of the quest routes, like, so people who are coming back to catch up to other people, they'll have an easier time when they're online the network because they can now traverse areas that you originally had to like trek through, like, is this rough terrain to get. Is it online go. only? No, you can play offline, but you won't get any, all of this like changing world stuff. Yeah, that sounds rough. And what happens is you can ma you can maintain the, the world so maintain so what happens is there's like a storm mm. that deals damage to things mm -hmm. like when it rains like acid rain essentially um it leads to post-apocalypse yeah. yeah 
Oh, the acid rain does deal damage to the vehicles left out there, to, to the bridges, to any equipment left out there, essentially. Um, but you can take materials and stuff out to them and repair them. So if somebody's bridge is getting pretty damaged, take materials out, fix the bridge up for them, or for everyone. Um, and essentially, yeah, it means you can keep things there for, for longer than what is expected. So as long as everyone keeps maintaining things, the world can get quite built up. Um, and the way they, they sort of manage everything getting really cluttered, from what I could tell so far, is like each player has a limit on how many things they can build in a region. And that's sort of how they, they maintain how much that person can build, as well as this like time ball mechanic, which destroys everything. Mm. Um, and then what I, from what I can tell, it seems like you get put in like a shard of people. To yeah, like, you're not on like the global. So there's no global. It's server. not like there's, you know, a million players all on the ones like database kind of yep. thing. It's more of like, I think you get placed with like you're like in a you're in a shard of like twenty thousand. I think maybe. it's like I think it's not even that probably it's probably like. 2,500 people or maybe 5,000 people that you're in a shard with. Um, it might even not even be that high, to be honest. I, I'm guessing they cycle people in and out. Yeah, just um, to make sure they don't get active. too, many, too yeah. many ladders, too many bridges. Yeah, Cause, well, because sometimes you, if you're in an area that's online, you can have like, you can be walking down a river and there's like 50 ladders. 50 ladders. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> just like, oh my goodness. And like, you know, everyone's put down two ladders and there's like a whole bunch of them. I wonder if this but, game's going to encounter the same issues that I had with Journey. Um, when like okay, so the, the the situation was like Winston had played Journey and was like, "This is the best game ever." I had this beautiful experience with all yeah. the players, and he was playing it probably around launch time. Yeah, yeah. and I played it two or three years after launch, and it was just dead. And there was no one playing. Yeah, and I was completely alone the whole time. I'm like, okay, it's a pretty pretty game. It's very nice, but I was like, it wasn't like a this sort of like this ever change. There wasn't this like experience that I clearly had missed out on something. Yeah, because I wasn't like it's not what everyone was talking about. And he's like, oh, you just didn't get to play the game because no one was playing. I'm like, I wonder if this game will suffer from the same issue where, like, two years from now, if we play it, like, it's, it's a single-player game, like, no one's going to be playing this two years from now. Mm. I guess, um, inevitably, all games are going to have that cycle, right? Because even something like Destiny... I reckon they'll... But, like, a multiplayer game people move on from and they're okay with that, though, because they know that no one's playing. Because yeah. you don't get to... If, you do, if there's no one playing, you don't get to play. Mm. Whereas yeah. this will let you play. So, like, what this was like for reviewers would have been different to what it's like for players because yeah. the, the view like I wonder if that also like totally influenced the reviews because they would have all had a harder time than you did because yeah. I reckon right now like the you're getting probably way more stuff in the world than the reviewers had so they probably had a much more lonely experience also I wonder if that affects like the like if so there is like a peak amount of I things should, you want in the world to I have should, the best experience I should preface this is that you have to travel a fair bit before you can uplink a place to turn it online. Yeah. So essentially, every new place you go to, you have to go there by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's only usually areas you've been before that you get the help of others. Yeah. Um, occasionally, that's a little bit different depending on like where you're exploring. Sometimes it is an area that you've already got how, online. Once you've got an area online, how often do you go back there? Like, do you so, do trade routes to make money? Yes. Uh, so there's not really a currency kind of like there is like you kind of build up a world together, but. Anything you go back to do, you're helping other players more than you're helping yourself. Right. So then I have a question for, for people who haven't really read the reviews, because I haven't. I know they were pretty negative overall. Um, that's, was, that's my they understanding. They were quite divided, but yes, there was a lot of negatives, especially among like the, the, the common audience. I just like know that. why I can't play it. Like, it sounds like all the gameplay you're describing is things that I would enjoy, yes. but all the things that... You not, yeah, there's a lot of... Everything else I won't enjoy. Like, Kojima's writing is like... For my taste, some of the worst writing in games. 
so like I just couldn't handle it. It's too much. And like I know that the the acting delivery is also like of a style that I'm not a fan of. What's up? Oh no! We can turn it. I'm gonna do my best yeah. to turn it down if I can get this. Lo-fi is on the left. It's easier to just move this down to like nothing. Nah. You would only have heard it when there was dead air. Yeah, there was too much dead air. I'm sorry, but yeah, like it's like it, this actually sounds like the kind of game I would enjoy. Yeah, it's I'm, like is there if there's, there's a no voice acting, no narrative version, or like maybe the narrative's not the issue. You can, you can skip everything. You can want to skip all. The you content. can skip all. But the then will I know what the fuck like to do? Yeah, it's like, not like there's like there's, there's, a way to there's get like more gameplay cut like gameplay cutscenes and then there's like story cutscenes. I could just like read the synopsis at each section. Um, <laughs> written like, by someone else. You made yeah. like a one one sentence summary of what happened. It's like, oh, this happened I during think... this cutscene. So you should. Mr. Batman did the thing. There's a character called Batman, right? Yeah. Uh, there's Die Hard Man. Close enough. Uh, and then there's there's also Dead Man. <laughs> I think Dead Man is he a barista? Or... There's a cafe called Dead Man near us for context. Yeah. Uh, he's not a barista. <laughs> no. um, he should be a barista. The name the names are wacky. Um, I like those wacky names. That's a thing I like, but I like it in like a very different context. Mm. But so hang on, is, from well, the art's kind of weird. From anyway. the reviews, from mm. the negative reviews, what was the main complaint? Uh, a lot of the people said they got bored, that it wasn't a fun game. Ah, and I, I would probably play it like Feather. Yeah, like, where I wouldn't play it. Very I, that often. is one hundred percent how I'm. I like I'm playing it a lot, but I'm not playing. Do you it think for you're gonna action? like wind it down? Like, you're going to play it l- more often, but less yes. hours at a time. As soon yeah. as I finish this main narrative, I know what I'm going to do, which is just spend time going back and just, like, building maybe, things Maybe I should just get someone to give me a save file that has the main narrative already yeah, finished. That might be an interesting way of going about it. Um, if, if that's something you I could do that on PC, once it comes out on PC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because people will just upload save files and stuff for that. Cause, um, like, a main quest completed with all, like, the side quests done. Because, mm, yeah, there's, that would be interesting. Because, like... What, there's something that I, I want to do. Like, I've got this player-driven goal that I want to do in the game, which is, like, you can build roads. Yeah. Which is, like, you, you essentially there's these, like, 3D printers that yeah. are, like, in the world, and the roads have all been destroyed. Um, so the roads have to be maintained, too, once you make them? Yeah. Oh. Um, though they last quite a while. Oh, okay. Um, and then other players are also working on them together. Yeah. Like, they cost a lot to make, so it kind of requires... You can ask people that also help you. Yeah. Um, and they get kickbacks from that as well. But, um... You sort of have to go along the road and like turn on these extruders and like put, put a bunch of metals and ceramics and stuff into them, and then it builds like this m- perfectly smooth road all the way like over the top of like all the bad oh, things okay, and stuff. Yeah. And it's like it's like a highway. Yeah, it's like a highway. Yeah, and like get on it. You can get on one of the vehicles and when actually you, not when you crash. jump on like a motorcycle and like you're riding along it. If you're in the center of the road, your vehicle doesn't drain any battery because like on the power grid. Um, so you can just like cruise oh, yeah. cruise along and like listen to the music. And like the music is reward. the music. Is, oh yeah, it's so good. And like, but there aren't many. There are no roads right now. You start off with no roads. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so when you're done with the campaign, you want to start building roads. Yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's cool, right? Like, um, I feel like that's the thing I'd be into. Yeah, and then like, because well, after you've built the roads and stuff, it makes delivery between the two places like a cinch. Yeah. Um, still time, but it's like a cinch. So, so wh- how wh- long? How long does it take? Say, I don't know how far they are from each other, but from one place to another, from an uplink to an uplink. Mm. How long does it take to? I, I'm sure they have different distances. They're definitely different but distances, like, but like any, like the first, I don't know, two or three that you do. The first two or three you do. The first one probably takes about fifteen minutes. 
okay. is like the first like transit. Um, maybe a little bit. Fifteen longer, minutes of third person walking. Yeah, yeah. Which and is I, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a fair bit. Um, it's like that's like World of Warcraft. But you get time. like you, when you'll be walking along. There's not much going on. It's like the music. The way they do the music is there's it's just ambience the whole time. Right. right okay. Yeah. And you'll be walking along, and then like you get to like a river, and you sort of like you come around the corner of a bend, and there's like big like the open space. You see the mountains, and like the, your goal over there. You're like, all right, time to start like trudging up the side of this river to find a place to cross, and then the music will just kick in, and like it comes up with like the music title and who who it's by and stuff. Oh, and, is it like, all licensed? They, they yeah. Oh. And then they they dim down like all of the other audio, so you're just listening to the music as you track along, and it's like. Does he put earpods in? No. Fuck. But not, it, not that game's a zero out of ten. <laughs> if you're gonna have licensed music, the character has to put earplugs in. It's it's yeah. really because that, that's like the best in fucking video games. Mm. It's um. It's really good though. Like you know what does that? Katana Zero, at the start of the mission, before the, mu- the music's not playing, and he's like sitting there, and then he goes like, and then he like presses the thing, and you hear the tape sec, mm. and then the music starts playing. Oh, and I'm cool. like, ah, good. Validating explanation. Yeah. yeah. Half Life does that. Half Life. When you get Half Life One, or the in, I think it was in two. I think you get in the suit and like you just like. Oh, MP3 player, and you hit go, and then the music. That's also how they that all the like video. Like, there's like, no, there's no like voiceover for the um the suit. There's no suit like, and then the suit talks to you, mm. but there's no suit or anything, any or like health bars or anything. So the UI doesn't turn on until you put the suit on. Yeah, it's all very nice. It's all very engaged. Uh, actually, we're talking about this <laughs> immersive. With, with Ryan, we're talking about the ending of Half Life Two, and we're trying to remember. I can't remember what the ending. Of, I, I the ending of Half Life Two for me in the in my head is the ending of Half Life Episode Two. Episode yeah. Two, Episode when, One, when Episode Two, when, two. when, when uh, Eli Eli gets captured right. by the, yeah, yeah. the 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 slug the slug monster, captured, <laughs> captured killed, killed. Wait, what, and what, out. What's it called? It's like a, a uh, the, it's like a mother. I don't know anything about the lore of that game. I just yeah, there's right Striders and there's Combine, mm-hmm. uh, and there are <laughs> You're just saying random words. There are Vortigaunts, Ant Lions, Ant Lions. Vortigaunts the first game, yeah. 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 Uh, they Vort- come back in then. Weren't they evil in the first game? Yeah. And yeah. then you ally with them yeah. because they're actually yeah. anti. They're like another alien race that is refugeed on your planet now. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's fuck. But what I never understood is the guy. Half Life One. I never. The guy. Half Life Two. Like I remember uh, episode episode two. That's that ending. Episode one. You're at the top of the the, the uh, citadel. citadel. Don't you start the citadel? And, no. Oh, you start on the train. Episode one is climbing uh, the citadel. That's right. And, the, and, and then, episode two, the citadel is collapsed. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh, the opening to episode two was really intense. Yeah, that's right. You're on the you, you're on the train at the end of episode one, escaping, and then um, I played all of those back to back because the orange box was nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and but it, episode what, what was the base? The, the ending, the, the ending of episode two, they they're like you got to find that boat. Why are we talking about Half Life now? Because because <laughs> you mentioned Half Life three, right? They're talking two, about two. MP3 is yeah, MP3, MP3, yeah. But I was like, do you think if Half Life three was made today, pretend for a second, do you yeah. think the suit would be talking to you? I would hope not, but because, I would, I got a feeling because it's Valve, I would say no. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh, actually, then again, with Glados and Weebling and stuff, they were the guys. They were the ones who started that trend, the like sassy robot trend, right? Yeah. Oh. I don't think so. If it did, it would be like Siri, where it doesn't talk to you very often. It'd be like it wouldn't be like it would be like not help. It wouldn't be like sassy, helpful robot. It would be like this is what is happening now. Yeah, which it already, it already it does. Yeah. Like if you're it's if you're dying, it's, it's like. like Suit integrity. Yeah. It's just annoying. Yeah. Uh, though, like I like the sounds it makes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when you're <laughs> in full health. Yeah. 
you got a little light, the light switch click on and off. It's a nice, really, like, clacky light switch, which is weird because it's your suit. Like, is he switching a button on his suit on and off? Yeah. Or is, like... Because it's the sound of a light sw- flipper switch. <laughs> the American-style big, fixed flipper mm. that exists, which I didn't realise were a thing, and I realised Australian light switches are the wee ones. Oh, you mean the, the slight buttons? Yeah, so uh, uh, Americans and the rest of the world, apparently, have these big, thick, like, yes. buttons that go, like, chunk, yes. chunk. They're not, they're not like a, a click thing. They're like Australians a, have these little buttons, tiny little... They're switches. Ours are like thumb-sized. Yeah. And they're like, there's the whole panel. and the, You want to know why? Because you can fit like six switches on it. Mm. Which is, yeah, which is good. Yeah. But they're really uncomfortable to use sometimes. If you, if you want to be quiet... They're, so they're like... You can't. What now, basically, I would say they're, they're not practical if you have a light switch, but they're mm. very practical if you have a set of... Like, outside our office, there's 12 switches. Yeah, that's And right. they're just on two panels. And you just go like... When you want to turn them on in the morning, you just get like two fingers and you just go like... Thunk, thunk, and all the lights in the office are on. How often do you come across non-standard Australian switches? Never. Like, I've they're only not, seen, they're they're I've they're seen not, like a couple of them. They're they're not, in, um, circuit breakers, but they're a standard as well. They're a different standard. Yeah. Say, they're like the big did, th- flicks. Didn't like uh, didn't Australia come up with the new standard for light switches and stuff? Maybe, but no one else has adopted mm. them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe like sense. big buildings in America use them because they need to have like here's the panel that controls all the lighting in our hotel or something. Oh switch, switch yeah, you have the the. Like where it's like uh, in a, a socket. circle, and then you like a oh, a that's a thing in really old apartments. I got one in my garage actually. You're, you're thinking of like the one that's like an easel, right? Where it's like a solid like, thing on it. That's American, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what uh, Kratos is talking about is um, it's like essentially like a stick, a stick, yeah. and it's got a ball at the end, right? Yeah. A little yeah. or a little nub, and you, it's like it goes like all the way down or all the way up. Yeah. Like yeah. an old plane. Basically. Oh, do I have one of those in my apartment? No. My apartment's not quite old enough. I or it got refurbed at some point. Mm. I feel like I flick one of those on a fairly regular basis, but I don't know where. Maybe it's my partner's apartment. Mm. Partner's like mum's house. I was going to yeah. say, Maddie has an apartment? No, well, she used to live in a house. house. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. Yeah. That was a long talk about Australia. Yeah. Not really. Not really. Yeah. Oh, you were asking about the reviews. Yes. And why... Yeah, I was saying they said that it was. Have you read the Survivor review? The what, sorry? The Survivor review. They gave it like a two. Um, I read it because it's like, he was just like hateful. And I'm like, yes. Just because, (laughs) just because I liked, he was, he was like kind of just like, of, it's like, there's probably, there's something interesting here, but it's just like covered in so much cum, like you can't see it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which, it sounds like the cum is the single player that you just need to get past. Yeah. (laughs) And then maybe maybe it'll be good. Because when I heard about the reviews, my first thought was, this sounds a little bit like Reddit Redemption, but slightly worse in terms of people getting bored. Mm. I think people didn't like... Well, we're it, talking about this for Winston. If Red Dead Redemption... If the game was just travelling between two places yeah. and having all the mechanics are about travelling... Yeah. Because it's like... it's mo- Most of the mechanics are walk and then don't trip over, right? That's a lot of the game. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it is the, the, the walking and... Like it's like oh like not so being it's a, it's a walking too much stuff. yeah it's a walking simulator but it's like well it's like literally a simulator of walking it is a simulator of walking it's a simulator hiking hiking simulator hiking is probably Trekking. a better term because like yeah, no you're that. going up mountains a lot and like over really rough terrain and the way they've sort of done like the leg movements like the placement of like stepping over rocks you got to be really careful where you walk but how how do you direct like if you can see that there's a rock you just how don't do walk you... over it. But if it's a rocky area, do you just kind of like you like do your best to not? If is it like you want to try where if you walk slowly up a rough surface, you're more likely to not fall? Yes. Slow, yeah. slow moving slowly is good, but 
you can't like sometimes it's next day delivery and you gotta like get there. <laughs> no, I that was a joke. Uh, it's not not actually next day delivery, but it's like sometimes your time, so you want to be going quite speedy. But like, yeah, you can slowly trek over like like if it's like uh, loose loose rubble, you want to go kind of slowly. Um, but it's like you, ideally you're not walking on any, any unsafe terrain. Okay, so is this is, to a, is this a situation like Super Smash Brothers? on the Wii U, is there a randomized slip mechanic? <laughs> like, if you're walking, you're doing everything right, can you still fall? No. Okay, so that's no, fine. You can, yeah. you can perfect it. Yeah, okay, because, like, um, that's the thing. If it's, that's not, that means it's not a system, right? So this is a system that can be overcome. Yeah. Rather than... So it's clunky and annoying, but you can... Support, you can, you can master it, it, right? Yeah. As opposed to... Yeah, it's right. Everyone hates the, everyone hates the, uh, the Wii U Zelda because it has just, like, this... this oh, and the Wii Zelda. I think the Wii one's the one that everyone hates because it has this like Skyward while you're running sword. there's no no, 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 no sorry Smash Brothers not Zelda oh. why was I comparing them to the, the Wii Smash Brothers when you're running you just have like every 10 seconds you have a chance to fall over mm-hmm. it's pretty shitty and it's just like it was a move in order to balance not balance the game but just make it like more weird and more like wacky but it made basically just meant that like that version no one played competitively yeah, you know? no because there was competitive and is about determinism yeah. you know it's about like skills so it's good to know that the mechanics are deterministic yeah yeah, yeah. and good. it's very it's based on a lot of factors so it's like you because you're, you're filling up your back with like stuff on this big like rack mm. and you can stack it pretty damn high and then you've got like a shoulder pad where you can stick another crate 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 like you're just loading yourself up yeah. but if you like put like a 10 kilogram box 10 kilogram box this is why normally readers wanted to look extra did you hear about this you're going to be tilting like this a lot and you're going to try and like using the triggers to try and like balance out your weight oh wow um Norman, I'm imagining like, this this person at the uplink like on the Uber Eats app being like man that delivery is just taking forever yeah um but yeah like you get cause you get rated like cause if you like so you want to try and balance your weight mm. and if you're playing on the easy difficulties you can hit like triangle to balance the weight and it will like Try and calculate the best way to load up your your character. Tripping um, was in only in brawl. Yeah, the Wii yeah. brawl. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. But like, yeah, so you can. What you can do is like the, the way you balance is you can also like brace, so you can like hold onto your like backpack straps and brace. Mm. So you'll move slower, but you sort of maintain your balance better. So if you're going over like rough terrain or like if you're climbing up rocks, you want to sort of brace and then climb up rocks and stuff. And then there's like different parts of the game like. If you're trekking through snow, you're a hell of a lot slower, and if it's a snowstorm, you just can't see anything. So you might step on a rock and just trip, and then you fall over and you like crash and like you deal damage to your your cargo and stuff, and you have to pick it all back up again. But what happens if you if there's a slope and you have to go down that slope? Yeah, you want to take a very slow and sort of like. Well, what happens if you actually trip? If you do trip, like you drop everything, you have to go pick it all up. But do do you die? Does it? Kill yeah, you? you can. You take damage, so right. you'll, you'll start to like bleed or, or not really bleed they just you sort of have a health bar because you take damage and it goes down and it's just representatives of blood so is it the kind of game if, if you injure yourself it's actually it's getting harder to walk what is that does if it you, get harder if you take damage yeah if you take damage yes like, oh fuck like if you, you want to be careful can you heal me to walk you can yeah, yeah. If you, you get blood, um, blood bags later in the thing so like Why? you can keep them in your utility perhaps and give yourself infusions um, and but it's Why like it's, it just be health bars. It's it's abstracted that it is like a health bar. Like you don't actually have to sit there and wait for an infusion. It just automatically picks <laughs> back up while you've got blood back. Um, you have some blood boys back at the base that you suck. 
You know, Blood Boys? Blood Boys are little, little grubs in this game. You eat them and you get blood back. I thought they were babies, so you eat the babies? No. You don't eat the babies. What oh, yeah, the whole time you're carrying a baby. Yeah, no, in a capsule. Yeah, I don't know what that has to do with anything. The baby is, is, your, is your link to the, the Lord of the Dead, so that's how you see the BTs. Otherwise, has no. Sorry, other and oh yeah, and there's all, so this is all the stuff that I don't give. Shit yeah, there's, there's like there's <laughs> right. like all of these systems that are just like tacked together, and it's like some are interesting, and like the BTs, the first time you enter them, which is like these spirit beings that will like materialize and grab you and like pull you under and like. Why don't like, you just not have the babies? You don't have to deal with them. Yeah. They they they. <laughs> like, like you can you, you can Your like, face. You can get, like if you get rid of the baby. They still grab you. Like you just can't see. Oh, them. you can't you, see. You them. see like the the footprints splash as they come running to you, but you can't see them anyway. You, you don't. You get like a like a boom boom. Like there's something near you because you because of like the condition you have, you can like detect, slightly detect that they're around, but, but you can't see them unless you have a baby. What causes them to be around? No, they're the baby. When people <laughs> die, so they're they're, they're the spirits of the dead people. But aren't you all like mostly alone in this world? Yeah, they're all with people who died in the in apocalypse. That's why there's like lots of them all spread out, and there's lot more of them around cities that have been destroyed. So everyone's moved. Like the reason you're doing deliveries is all these stations are not in cities, right. because all the cities have all the dead people. Are you in Scotland, by the way? It looks like Scotland. It looks like. Are you in Scotland? No, you're in the USA. It's the USA. It looks like Mega Scans Scotland. Yeah. Where in the US is it? It's the whole US. You travel across. Why does it all look like Scotland then? None of America looks like that. Hundred percent looks like Scotland. It's because I guess all of the footage in in the East Coast. No, it's not what the East Coast looks like. Because the East Coast is like all green and stuff, and then like you get into like the plains. And it's it's very condensed because like it comes up with how much distance you travel. It's like it's a map traveled, of America. You really? traveled three kilometers, and it's like it's all of the like the the main. Why didn't you just sit in Scotland? All of the main sort of it's like trendy. Uh, what what would you call them? Like like um, points of interest of America geographically. Oh, landmarks. Yeah, landmarks. Does it landmarks all look like of, Scotland though? No, like it's it's quite varied in like all of the different environments. Right. Um, because like, like, is this the whole the, review and Bonner only showing the first quarter of the game thing? Yeah, at the moment I'm only in I'm in the in the Rockies, so I'm like almost almost west. Um, Did it feel like you you travelled all the way or no? Uh, it's so super condensed. It's it's quite condensed because yeah, like it's just it, very tall. It shows you like how much <laughs> distance you travelled, and it for, for me I guess maybe because I bought the game in Australia, it's in kilometres, meters in kilometres. I'm guessing pretty regional. I'm guessing which one's in so. America, it's in, in miles. miles and feet but it's like you traveled three kilometers to deliver this thing and i'm like i just traveled one-fifth of america in three kilometers like it shows you on the map where you've like oh, dressed wow. and i'm like okay but then like it's it's not the scale because like the the this half is like like 10 clicks across this half is like 30 clicks across yeah, this right. half is like oh. what is like that is that, that's three halves yeah three <laughs> halves three halves of america so would um, you would you recommend so far it's definitely very interesting um playing around a release date so if you're not gonna play it for the next couple of months then just wait until it comes out on pc in june next year or something. so serum will be when um, it comes out on pc you well, can beat the game and i'll have your save file and then i'll play the after game stuff i think i have time for that i'll try can or, I, or can even, I, or even the, when you finish the game can you throw the baby in the bin i'll let you know I once i finish the like game. you don't need it anymore right i just want to build a bridge Sounds like this, like what, a, like the postage stuff sounds all really interesting to me, but everything else just sounds like dribble. So what, what about drinking the baby juice? I'd do that if I could. It's Monster. What? Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> oh, we were talking about my, my my tasting product placement before. 
like so. how like if it was Coca-Cola, I wouldn't have had an issue with or no, sorry, specifically let's say it's an energy drink, right? Yeah. If it was Red Bull, I wouldn't have had an issue with the product placement choice. But because it's Monster, it's a gaming brand. So hang on. And it's like it's not even like a quality Red Bull. So like, imagine you're referring to something that I haven't seen because you're talking about product placement. There's this there's this like very the game. there's yeah. this meme shot. That where like what he's you, sitting behind it like when you're, cans when your stamina is running low, you drink Monster Energy drinks to get the gain it back. Okay, okay. you have a canteen full of it when you're out in the in the in the field. So when you're in in your private room, you've got cans of it stacked up on the table. Yeah, that pro- so that that product placement probably paid for a month of production or something, right? Yeah, or paid which for is, which is, bonuses. Which is all well and good, and that's that's fu- that's why product placement exists in the film industry, and that's why it can exist in games, because it's like more money. Is, sponsorship is sponsorship, right? Uh, if it wasn't sponsorship then it's also a bad thing. Oh, God. If it's there, just... So, the reason it's... I, I'm i just upset about it is because it's Monster and it's not Red Bull. Because if, like... If I'm like, okay, I'm going to put a... I'm going to get a product placement. Oh, we have energy drinks in our game. Uh, I want to get an energy drink that, like, is synonymous with an energy drink, not an energy drink that's synonymous with gamers. Red Bull's, like, so for gamers, though. I mean, the I Red Bull's, like, the brand. Yeah, like, I guess they're also very sports. They're, like... Red Bull, well, Red Bull's the biggest energy drink brand in the world. Still dirty like, at this. if I wanted a cola, I'd have Coca-Cola. Like, I want it to make the world feel more grounded, not make the world feel more gamers. Yeah. Like, if there's a chair sponsorship, I'd put Ikea in. I wouldn't put in DX Racer. Yeah. You know? Mm. Like... I get that. <laughs> so because it, it grounds it grounds the world rather than making it feel like this is a gamer game yeah, for gamers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess you. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Chef Boyardee sponsored grills rather than I don't know. <laughs> oh. Yes. Just make a game that's exclusively meant all the products in it are product placement. And that way you can get the whole game funded by product placement. Oh, so it's like a food fight scenario. Yeah, it'd be genius. <laughs> <laughs> is that the case? Oh, that is the case, isn't it? Yeah. It's got tons of product placement. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tyrion doesn't have a PlayStation. Are you going to get a PlayStation 5 when they come out? Someone sent Tyrion a PlayStation. No, no, because it's the perfect time to buy a PS4. It'll be cheaper. You're going to get a PS4. But the 5 supports 4 and it will support the 5 games, right? I'm going to say PS5 supports PS3 and PS2 and PS1 as well. Really? What? Yeah. We're going to do backwards compatible for all of the previous games. For everything? I doubt it. Well, that was the the plan. Software emulator, probably, then. Same as Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no reason they can't. Usually, the reason the reason a console will choose not to do it if it's software emulation yeah. is because they plan to do re-releases. Yeah. Um, whereas, like Nintendo would never do it because the, they stopped doing it with the Wii hmm. because they were just like, oh right, we can just re-release games and sell them to people with digital yeah. distribution. Yeah. Whereas, like the other platforms, because they're so third-party reliant, um, they can't rely on as much re-redistribution to make the money because like Nintendo owns the rights to like everything. So they and all they know all the money makers are their own games. Mm. Um, so, like yeah, the, the other consoles are happy to do cross like thingy, but because the the consoles are not so much more powerful, they had to actually like the PlayStation Three hmm. could support the PlayStation Two because it had a PlayStation Two in it. Oh, it's literally. not so, it wasn't software emulation; it has hardware in it. It literally just has like a chip that's the PlayStation Two chip, mm. and then when it runs because the chips for old consoles used to be really small and simple. And if you you can what do you what's the word um you uh, what's the thing when computers get smaller um, um, what do you mean as as over time computers always get smaller like, what's that word like micro, micro? No, no, no no micro um when you like um miniaturize miniaturize so like hardware tends to get miniaturized over mm. time so like what used to be a computer is now smaller so like 
if they make when they put the, the PS2 in a PS3, the chip probably was like a fourth of the size, mm-hmm. so it just sort of sits in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, to do mo- but then older generations and with more powerful hardware, it's easy, it's just easier to do software emulation. Yeah. So if the Xbox One can emulate 360 games and original Xbox games through software emulation. Yeah. But so are you saying but that then they, you have they to did have announce it. that it would be backwards compatible all the way? Yeah. Uh, I believe that's what they were talking about. Yeah, they definitely said four announced. for sure, though. Yeah, definitely four. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I'm pretty sure they said three as well, but I, I so can't remember. I reckon four wouldn't even be software emulation as much as it's just the same fucking architecture, like, software-wise, yeah. and, yeah. like the OS and all the SDK calls will be the same so that the game can still just run. Because I heard the PS3... Which is like great for developers, actually, because it means the SDK won't change so much that you can't just... You have you don't have to change your workflow. When they're saying that the PS3 architecture was, like, really complicated... PS3 architecture was really weird, yeah. So they were like... So PS3, I reckon, will be software emulated. Right. Which means it'll, it might actually run shit. Because software mm-hmm. emulation is hard. Yeah. It's, like, a very expensive process. That's why, like, um, Dolphin is a thing. It was, like, really slow... So, like, to run a Switch game at 4K using Dolphin is, like, really, really high-end PC required. What's Dolphin that? is, like, a Switch and, and GameCube emulator. Uh, I meant was to, Dolphin be, just meant to be Wii and GameCube. Oh, it does. I thought it does Switch now as well. Oh, maybe it does Switch I, I've seen Switch games running on PC, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's from Dolphin. Okay. Yeah. I've seen Zelda running at 4K. Well, Zelda was on Wii, so... Oh! Maybe, maybe they're doing the, this, that version of it. Okay. Um, Interesting. But, yeah. Do we know about the price point? No, uh, it's expensive. I, we, we don't, but it probably won't be anything more than 450 I would think, or 500 Does it have any interesting features? No, because it's a modern console. Um, <laughs> the controller is actually quite interesting. It's got HD rumble now, so it's caught up to Switch. Uh, and it's also got... Uh, Xbox triggers. The, the pro, like, devs no. can program how how much pressure is quite to pull no the triggers. No going to do that. I want to do it. So much fun. Yeah, but what's the point? I mean, Gamers just be... want the same fucking thing on every platform and every game. They, like, like I like the situation like the Xbox is the best where they just have nice, like good resistance all the way through the press of the, the trigger. Like difference between every game on the trigger, I think you'll just get really irritated with. Yeah. Like it'd be immersive for like one game, and then every you switch to another game, you're like, oh, it feels different to use the trigger. This is weird. Like there's no resistance on this one. You know, I grew up on Dual Shocks and oh, really? recently, yeah, on PlayStation and. I never had an Xbox controller until recently, and now that I have it, I'm like, the trigger's so much fucking better. Yes. The, but but the, it, used um, to be, it used to be put off by the placement of the joysticks, but... I really like the triggers. Array, ha, heavy a, array. My heavy See, array. Uh, I really like the Xbox One triggers. Yeah, they really tough. Well, that was the best thing about that controller. Right. The triggers, they nailed. But then they ruined a little bit of the layout and a little yeah. bit... Their bumpers are not as good as the old one. Yeah. The bumpers used to be nice and raised and were easy, really easy to hit, and now they're like a little bit too flush. The thumbsticks are really good. The D-pad sucks, but no one uses D-pads anymore because it's not the nineties. The, the buttons are good though. Like they feel really if you did, if you weren't raised with D-pads, you just don't use D-pads. Like millennials don't use them. You don't use them for menu navigation. Literally, never use a D-pad. Really? Life. I don't. I don't understand this whole thing. I realized it's a it's people a who thing. it's a Sony or people who played um, NES games thing. Um, I re- it's like people like me who were raised on thumbsticks, like because it was N sixty four and then Xbox for me. So I've just never used a D-pad to do anything. Um, but on a, on a PC game, if you use a controller, like Hollow Knight has so much dead zone when you use the menus with a, a joystick. I'm actually playing Hollow Knight on Xbox now as well. Like, you literally can't. Because you, you'll select something and it'll just switch back to what you had. I, I, wanted, I wanted to play Hollow Knight on my couch. Yeah. And I have, like, a nice TV. Yeah. So I'm playing Hollow Knight. And I have it. It's in Game Pass. So I just sort of... I was like, well, I've already bought it on PC. I don't feel bad about this. And, I just, and it's, I'm playing it at 4K. So it was looking. Yeah, oh, it looks so good. I guess I could understand that. Chris, Murphy, Chris O'Neill's um, music. Yeah. Like, on good speakers. Oh. I guess I can understand that with like 
Now we're just talking about controllers. We're gonna talk about Fitness controllers. Nerds. But like, Xbox controller, the D-pad is down here and out of the way. You, you just, know, it, yeah, it's, it's like, it even tells you it's not worth using. Your thumb is already up here. But then with like, the PlayStation controller, it's like your thumb is already over the top of the D-pad. Yeah, and then they make the left thumbstick not worth using. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, like this, and then just like okay, menus. Yeah, and also the symmetry of the controller is just awful. Like it's not On this. Yeah, it's like it's designed. Perfect, it's, it's perfectly symmetrical. That's the problem. No, the, the yeah. fact that it's symmetrical. Feels like it's, it wasn't designed to be put in two hands. Like yeah, it wasn't designed. No, no, no. Because if you're if you're kind of laying like this, you have a lot more control over your right hand. I don't know. I think like. It's, it's a natural placement. Yeah, this it, is. it feels yeah. more natural. Yeah. yeah. Like, How is that more natural? Dan, I grew up on PlayStation, and I can't disagree with that. It this yeah. just feels. I was gonna better. say, growing up on PlayStation is different because there wasn't sticks originally. No, no, but the play, a PS2, say, PS2, PS3. I don't know because like having your hands on like bent, some of the worst thumbsticks in games. Yeah. One bent, yeah. so that would like put you off mirrored. a DualShock. And the D-pad on the PS3 was pretty shit. Oh really? It, it felt. I've, oh. I've always found it like really hard. Still to better use. than an Xbox. Xbox yeah. has just never had a good D pad. Yeah. Like, because I like the first uh, Xbox controller I had was the Duke. I had the big one. I don't know. What the the Duke is. is like an Xbox. Just really, it was the fat one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really big. And the I had the little. One. Oh, you should look up the Xbox Duke controller. They sell. They sell Xbox One Dukes. Like it's like a USB Duke, and I'm like, oh, it's a hundred dollars, but should I buy it for nostalgia? Just because no, it's like, it's just weird. It has like, the start and select button used to be white and black. Oh, those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's such a with, good with design. With the weird like ridges. And the up. huge logo in the middle. That's awful. Just so you know, the brand's there. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. It's funny that Xbox is like the gamer's game of console and now it's like PlayStation. Well, the joysticks look fucking garbage. Why? Look at that. It was a garbage controller. No, because this one, the joystick there has a dent which is smaller there than there. Yeah, it was a garbage controller. How does it... Syrian, okay. Sorry, like, sorry, sorry. But the, the the second Xbox One original controller, mm. they like basically they were like, oh, let's make a normal one, and it was like that. And they just shrunk it down, and it was like basically the start of what became the three hundred and sixty controller, because mm. it was like that. That was already sort of the fundamentals, like fun, the shape, the placement of everything. It was just like, oh, it's just too big. Okay, let's just shrink it down. And like, oh, I can now I can hold it in one hand. So, question: Who's winning in the console wars? Uh, still PlayStation. PlayStation. Still. still Magnet, yeah. Well, okay. I, thought, I, thought, I thought Xbox was doing like Xbox has incredibly good software sales. Uh, see, uh, Xbox yeah. is about Xbox. half in console sales. Okay. The thing that Xbox uh, does really well, but that PlayStation doesn't, is their digital conversion rates are much higher. Okay. So PlayStation is like PlayStation users buy discs. That's just a thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. They like PlayStation still dominates really well. Like you, you're an EB. Physical owner, copies. Physical people. PlayStation owners are buying discs. Hmm. Xbox users are like buying a lot of games online. Right. And that's because of the people, especially if you came from Xbox Live, like Xbox had all its games pretty much digitally available from the start. It had it had any games before anyone else, mm-hmm. so you were just in that idea of buying stuff digitally for a long time. And it's always included really big hard drives with its consoles. So like the X the Xbox One X, like the default SKU is one terabyte. Okay. Mm. So it's like it's just always been like this is the thing. This is the thing people do on this console is they download a lot of stuff. So we're talking about consoles and the service console really sales. Do you always like, do you include the Switch as part of that, yeah. that whole thing? Yeah, what but the mean? Switch is kind yeah. of... The Switch came so late, and, yeah. it's, and it's not... I don't think the Switch fights with Switch those consoles. Too, 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 Nintendo too. don't consider themselves a competitor to those platforms. Right. Because those platforms are fighting over a very different user base now. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas Nintendo, like, they have their people who are fans of Nintendo games, but then they've managed to actually convert those users to buying digital indie games as well, very successfully. 
Um, we know a lot of num- more numbers now than we used to. Mm. Um, but um, they they are they are just doing a very good job of converting digitally that they never used to. So the Wii U generation and the um, Wii was terrible for digital. You just couldn't make money there at all. Um, whereas they were they used to be discs as well and like. Back in the Wii generation and the Wii, even the Wii U, well, no one bought the Wii U, so it doesn't really count. But during the Wii... Claire's I'll, just sitting there going... <laughs> like, what, I, like 10,000 people bought the Wii? I, Sorry, 10 million people. It sold, like, fuck all yeah. copies. Wow. Whereas, like, the Switch has already sold, like, like some stupid amount. And it's, like, it's caught up to the Xbox already. Yeah. So, the the Wii, the Wii, the Wii owners would only buy, like, one game or two games. They would buy, like, the game that got bought in and they would buy, like, um, a Mario or something. And then they wouldn't convert. Whereas, like, a, a Switch owner is, like, buying a couple of discs <laughs> and then they're also buying stuff digitally and they're, like, actually providing value to the ecosystem. Cool. Um, yeah. So it's a lot healthier. Say, really and the like hardware's selling really well. well. I, I played it on a Wii U to play Splatoon 1. That's a really good console. Yeah. Like, I'm really sad that it didn't, like, win, it didn't, like take off. Yeah. Because, so, like, you can play your game on the can or... Oh yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't quite. Like, it's like the Switch was the the final. Like okay, yeah. you know it's what? Like a prototype this this is like the Wii U to the Switch is the like the the Oculus Rift to the Oculus Quest. Pretty much, right. it's like yeah. this is the prototype and it's this is the real like, thing. Yeah, like the Quest is like you could just take it over to friends. You don't need any. You can just install the thing. It just fucking works. The game always <laughs> works. Lose <laughs> connection's got yeah. It's got a really short distance, right? Like it just wasn't. It wasn't finished. Um, and then they figured out what the console was meant to be on the second run. Mm. Um, so is the Switch the most successful portable console? Now? Yeah, probably. No, no, the, the, three, no. The, the 3DS, I think, is still winning. The, the 3DS and the DS have these like secretly high numbers that you just always secretly. forget about. Like, they're like 100 million. Yeah. Like, the DS oh, wow. sold like 100 million copies. The, the 3DS, like, there's like a whole demographic of like 60 to 80 year olds that love Animal Crossing. Mm that all have 3DSs or multiple but I, 3DS, I 3DS, 3DS similar to, to any old Nintendo console is disc only like you, if you aren't in the stores and you don't suit a certain demographic no one buys your games mm. yeah, like there were some niche publishers had a lot of digital downloads actually in the yeah 3DS more than the, the DS yeah um, there were some indie developers who were making a little bit of money there but there weren't many yeah. there was like guys who make Steamworld Dig Shovel Knight um, Bunny of Isaac um, and like then there were a bunch of AAA games that were available digitally mm. but it's not like and you're not like you're hearing your indie dev being like oh I made all this money on, this, on the it was DS. a lot harder to get onto those platforms when they came out as well yes and it, also the DS was still custom hardware so you had to deploy you kind of had to be invited onto it yeah. oh, it's okay. not like one of those ones it's not like where you just like apply and they're like oh yeah you seem legit then let you in um I'm, I'm happy the console situation is the way it is now compared to, like, the last generation. Like, I feel like it's much healthier overall. Like, so, like, PlayStation is dominant as a platform right now. But in, that's only in terms of hardware sales. We talk at software, mm. like, as a, as a digital distributor. Like, so, our all-game screen sheet is a good comparison because it's the only one we have on everything. Um, screen sheet makes the same amount every month, basically, on Switch, Xbox, and PS4. Oh, Pretty right. much every month. Mm. Thing. Xbox and PS4 have always made about the same amount of money. Despite the fact that the PS4 has t- like double the fucking hardware out there, so you think because the software just kind of like because make up the, for each other. No, it's because it, they make up for each other because like the the PlayStation owners don't buy much digitally. Like yeah. the percentage of owners who spend money digitally is lower, mm-hmm. and the Xbox users spend so much more digitally that it makes up for it. Yeah, basically. Okay. And then on Switch, like, um, it's a smaller platform, but the users are very hungry right now. Even though there's a shit tons of games on Switch already, 
like the users are still hungry and they're still digging through the store because it's possible i guess like you can just go through the new releases and get back to day dot i think still mm. it just takes a long time because the ui is really laggy um, yeah it gets pretty slow yes it does because um, it so there still isn't that much content on the the switch there's, it's like a thousand games a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. There's more than a thousand games, but it's like it's no Steam. It's no ten thousand games. It's not Steam. Yeah. It's not like it's not curated enough, as far as I'm concerned. It's about four to four to six games a day, uh, a day a week, a week that hits hits Switch. I'm a little upset they don't do any, any more. Like uh, they're not picky, uh, slightly pickier. Like I feel like the platform for they wouldn't have to do more curation on the store side. But if like if they were just like slightly pickier about the games that they accept for release, yeah. I think they would basically solve their market curation issue by accepting twenty like maybe twenty percent less games. Uh, can you give an example of a game? You There's bought? just tons of mobile ports. I and I oh, that, okay. that are just like bad. Like, like what? Like they're just like they their function and they just are like they're like one dollar games that are mobile ports that have been put on the Switch and they're like. They're just putting, they're flooding the market, and it's like, this is a premium console. That's kind of weird, actually. That is, they allow us, yeah. There is, um, there's actually a couple of games on there that are like, um, like Bejeweled clones, but yeah. they're reskins of the previous one they released. So, like, they've released, like, a Bejeweled game every, like, three weeks on Switch. Yeah. So, like, they're by the same company, and it's, like, the same gameplay, but it's just a reskin. Yeah, because there's a couple of indie games Something on there. I'm tipping that they've already done on mobile, and now they're just... Really re-releasing them all on oh, Switch. Like I've bought some indie games that I would say are like like not the best, but at least they're like unique and interesting and, and they're like, trying. And they're trying, right? But there are a lot of people who are just like in there for the quick buck. Yeah. And like it's obvious and like five minutes of curation will bleed them out. And that like if they just had that, they had a little bit of gatekeeping, we would have a much healthier long term ecosystem because now that it's flooded, we know that Nintendo does not give a shit about curation. Like if you want a Nintendo game or Goose game, you won't get curated at all. So your the platform is going to fester, just by result of their laziness. Just like Steam, mm. which is like weird because they're spending money on QA and things. I mean, well, this game isn't isn't being curated. Yes, it was. It was a hundred percent curated. There was like art. There was like Nintendo news articles about it every day before it came out. The game got featuring on the store before it came out. Probably because it just genuinely was a funny game and people knew they could capitalize on it. Yeah, that's what that's curation. That's what that means. Not They're on like, the storefront though. Yes. The curate they were, they had curation on the storefront. How? There's a couple of featured sections. Okay. Yeah. And they provided it all the marketing support they could give it as well. They like that's what that curation is more than just like a spot on the store. Mm. They they only have one curated section on the store, which is their um like new and exciting or something um but then the other things that nintendo do is they have these very powerful news channels some of them are harder to get into than others those are very valuable spots to get mm. and their youtube channels are very the bigger one especially the youtube of america one is like like we put feather we managed to get feather in the youtube of america thing and it got like eighty thousand views yeah through that right that was a privilege that we got that not every game gets yeah. that's curation uh, as a result, the game sold better, um, and but we had to work with them to get that spot. Yeah, you know. Out, out of curiosity, but they probably got like five videos up there from Google. So how, how many games on the on the Switch market? Over a th- over a thousand, under two thousand, probably. Okay, and out of curiosity, yeah. what about Steam? Do we know? I that think Steam's like ten thousand. Yeah, well, Steam. Steam is. You like can Google it. The numbers public. Eight hundred. Oh, is it? Yeah, totally. It's it's a public. Eight hundred a day. I think it's some ridiculous. No, it's not that high anymore. It was like 40 a day or something. And how many, how many games have not been played on Steam? Probably tons. 
Yeah. There are games that have zero sales now. Yeah. They never used to be, but now there are games that have zero sales. Now has 30,000. Oh, there you go. 30,000 games. Almost that. That was on the 13th of January, so it's probably at like... Probably 35. Yeah, something like that. At the rates going up, yeah. It did slow down Oof. a little bit. Um, it was dizzy. Like, it went up it went really high off the Steam Direct, and then it started to slow down recently, because I think even the, like, the people who are making games that are shit even realized that they were just wasting their time. Yeah. Because they're probably, they probably, if they aren't making their $100 back, why would they do it? Yeah. You know? Unless they're a hobbyist. Because the hobby, there's nothing wrong with a hobbyist uploading the game to Steam, but it's when the, when the people who were, like, trying to exploit the system, all the key farmers, or, like, the, um, trading card key farmers, like, by weeding those out, Steam basically reduced the income, the, like, intake of games significantly, even though they did it in a very subtle way. Like, because no one, everyone's complaining about how many games are being just added to Steam, but mm. not enough people were complaining about, like, the reason like so many games are being added because they were trading card farming to make like $200 off the trading card system when they were only spending $100 in and then they would do that 30 times and then they make like a couple of thousand dollars mm. so what are you looking at Siri? just the numbers so for the year 7,000 games were released on Steam yeah. last year 8,000 yeah holy shit so it's, yeah, about, so it's, it's, so it's it, about 800 games a month yeah it's a lot Medium prior? The, the, up, the, the basically the, the look on the horizon is it's not going it's the the amount every year used to be going up. Well, they said that fifty percent of these thirty thousand games were released in the last two years. Yeah, mm. yeah, because it's gone up significantly. <laughs> yeah, it's what? exploded. How the, come? Steam the, Direct. That was when Direct happened. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you pay hundred dollars. Steam Direct. The rate after. increased. Oh, I thought it was older than that. I thought that was like five years. Green ago Green Light was like six years ago. Yeah. And then oh. after a few years of Green Light, they opened up Direct, which means. Just Instead of paying a hundred dollars and then having a chance to get on Steam, at least you pay a hundred dollars yeah. and you're on Steam. And what? Why do they change that? Do you think? Because even Greenlight was too gatekeeping for them. Really? Yeah. the The issue I have with Steam with Direct, the only issue is it's too cheap. Like a hundred, like buying. If they had doubled the price of Direct, they would probably halve the amount of games coming. Mm. I reckon. And but yeah. what about what about the the anti World War Two games? Like I feel like they should they should they should maybe they even quadruple. The money back. They should reduce the price of Steam Direct. And then if you can't afford it, you should be able to submit a thing and be like, hi, I'm a legitimate developer. Here's my reasons why I can't afford it. Mm. Can you put it on a recoup model? Yeah. Right? And that that's a reviewed better. process. Mm. Like, That would be much better for a lot of... Uh, or even $1,000, right? Because that way, like, small developers... And then it, then their system is they still owe the $1,000, but then it's recouped on sales. Yeah. And, like, most developers won't make that money, but they weren't going to make that money anyway. Yeah. Right? And at least that way they get to release their game. Um, and this, and then we get to keep out all the shitty games that are just like flooding the market and not providing any value to the world, um, and just hurting everyone else. Yeah. Mm, As Eve said, yeah, Greenlight is dead, which is a good and good and bad. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it's a good thing because there was a lot of good games that would if if, if Greenlight didn't exist, they wouldn't have come through, right? There's that, and there's also just like a, a games that were on Greenlight just never got seen. Yeah, like they just got hidden under. Yeah, so that was the problem with Greenlight. Because it was a lot of, and then it's the second storefront. Essentially, there was another issue with Greenlight. That was if you were a Greenlight game, and you were really good, but no one saw you because you just didn't. You fucked up your Greenlight, and you, there was like this thing where if you didn't get seen in the first like week, you would then just disappear, and you could never get back yeah. up. Um, if a, if you were then found by a publisher later, there was no way to get you out of Greenlight. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so you basically had to like delete. You, that app would have to get like sunset, and you have to create a new app. Yeah, and rename oh, and hey, for real. Yeah, yeah. But but w was there a system of voting? Yeah, it was yep. really it was really juiced. Weird. It was like you had to be in the top hundred though to get released. Yeah. And oh, then they would like they would basically yeah. like every month they would let through the top hundred games. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like really, really rough. Like we, we fortunately like the one 
surprise stack were letting us let us in through just like they had some app IDs. Mm. So then we were we were published screenshot, and then after that, our Steam contact just gave us some app IDs. Oh. So this is during Greenlight, and then we had some app IDs to use. We didn't actually release. It was weird that in that time we didn't release anything. So we released American Dream after Steam directed already come in. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that window there though where we we were able to release whatever we wanted whenever we wanted. Um while Greenlight was going on. So we had the protection of that. But yeah, most publishers and indie devs were just like asking Valve for a key rather than going to Greenlight because they knew it was a bad idea. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. This is like 2013, 2012, maybe? Oh, when it was still... That, yeah. Yeah, a little later, yeah. 2013 and 2014, I think, was the Greenlight era. Mm. Maybe even 2015. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's only... Yeah, Direct's only and they were last years when you could still more reliably make money on Steam. Yeah, I think Direct's only been a little bit longer than two years. Yeah, it's really recent. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I only started using Steam in 2014, I think. Oh, that's really recent. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I was yeah. using it since Left 4 Dead 2 came out. That was the game that we, me and my friends all switched to Steam for. What did well, not switched to Steam, just like started using. 2008, maybe even you a little later. Xbox, though. I bought that on the Xbox. Oh, yeah, okay. I played I played Team Fortress 2 when it abandoned Because Steam opened in um, 2003, right? Whenever Half-Life 2 came yeah. out. Yeah, so. Yeah, but it was pretty quiet for a while. Mm. There was, I think, it was like launching like a game a month at that point. And that, um, I was talking to Alden Kroll about this. He was like, "Yeah, back back in when we launched after Half Life Two, um, the Steam homepage was actually just a baked JPEG. <laughs> the whole homepage was just a baked JPEG, and then they would update it manually with like a PSD, and they would like modify it and then reupload. When it was like, oh, the new game's out." This is like oh just after Half Life Two came out. There was a while uh, before it was a dynamic web page. I was gonna say it probably was also like, because like what you could used to be able to do with HTML processes is like you could have a baked image, yeah, and then you could highlight parts of the image as clickable links yep. to go to different places. Yep, that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He said it was like really the wild west back then, and mm. like adding a new Steam page was like all manual. Like so developers would have to submit like all the good stuff that happened. Like by the time we used it, it was like super seamless. Something that really bothered me when I started using Steam was I didn't understand the interface at all. And I never found the interface. The library? Everything. Oh, the store was fine. No, if, if it, the store itself was okay, but like the menu, the menus of everything, like where to find your friend list, it's just your profile. It's a Valve aesthetic thing. It's just, it's have, you played a, have you played a Valve, Valve PC game? Like it's just like a Counter-Strike or like Half-Life yeah. 2 on PC? It just feels really clunky. Valve aesthetic is like nothing but tiny fonts. Yeah. everywhere yeah. like very sh tiny fonts and lots of strip menus but then they had an upgrade recently to the UI right the yeah. Steam and they didn't upgrade where to find things just they the just library. upgraded the library and then now it's like a console by games owned by someone else all my games there's no oh, filter for that, it oh that because you have library sharing yeah so oh I like, don't know how that used to work it, oh yeah it used, it used to, to tap list of, like, your, my games the other person's games they killed that feature oh yeah so it's like cool it does It does have a filter for not played played yeah that's what I've created the library out of that yeah <laughs> I've created a library that's um, that's not played, and then I'm going through, I'm just like game by game going like right click on it and being like, am I going to play this? Am I not going to play this? And then then eventually I'm going to, I've started like on a weekend. But, but the fact that I'll this just download 10 of those games and just played them for 30 minutes or an hour. Did this feature only appear like recently in the update? Yeah, only in the update. No, it was always in the update. But it was hard to find. 
but how long like I don't know like isn't that a feature that most people want yes, considering how many games you buy because yes. I did not know that with digital storefronts you keep on buying shit on sale and then you never touch it yeah in the um on the Epic Store I have like 20 games the played unplayed I forget that I have them the played unplayed was always a feature of technically it was a feature of your, your profile library you could sort games by what, how many hours and then flip the list and look at the top of the list and be like okay well these no, but, but, but ones but it's not it's not a, a complete like direct feature no it wasn't this, this update was what added it yes that's insane. Val, the way Valve operates, it makes sense. But the library hadn't changed. The original library hadn't changed since release. Since 2003. Yeah. Since, since Steam release. But, it had been the same library. But that's insane. Yeah. Like, it's been, like, what, like, 15 years? That had small tweaks here for, like, showing images of the games and linking to discussions and Changing stuff. Changing the, the actual <laughs> list of your games and having the information about it on the right had not changed. Yeah. Uh, that is madness. Time. Anyway, uh, it's like we should wind up. Yeah, yeah. it's about half, yeah. one and a half past. We could be on for a full amount of time. Oh, we got yeah. a few, yeah. few more things to do before I finish up. A few more beers. A few, couple more, <laughs> couple more tinnies before the end <laughs> of the day. How many tinnies? It's only Tuesday. <laughs> and it's only Tuesday. Been drinking a lot recently, just to make up for the aircon. Oh yeah, that like every everyone cracks a beer at four o'clock. Or earlier. What? Okay. I have, I, I've been out sick, so I don't know what's going on. Like, I always hear someone at 11 a.m. being like, hey, yeah, Time for a beer? Be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a <laughs> I think that's a joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's let's, let's wrap up. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday for something. I'm not sure what yet. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's a plan. I don't know what we're doing on Thursday. I don't we should figure it out. Craft. Yeah, I think we're doing... <laughs> Is Callum back? Are we going to do his little... Oh, he bought, he he bought, it, back, Callum bought a new paper craft for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna do a new papercraft at some point. I don't know when, when does Calm get back. Is it this he week comes back Thursday, but we don't know if he's. Back. No one knows yet if he's gonna come into the office on Thursday. I doubt it. Yeah. Maybe he'll come to deliver stuff though, like a, like Santa. Uh, no, no, I'm pretty sure he'll just go straight home yeah. and rest. Anyway, uh, catch you all later. Thanks for tuning in. Please uh, uh, like, follow, subscribe. Join us in our <laughs> Discord for regular bands. There's usually somebody online. In chat. Oh my god, which one is um, it? Discord link in the overlays. Syrian is very slowly trying to switch. You ready? It's, it's offline. And it's also below you ready? The you ready? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Right. Bye. See you See all next ya. week.